0: The Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Verarian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to another Big Rob Show podcast. <laughs> How are you folks? Hope you're all keeping well out there on podcast land, no matter where you are. Uh, because um, it's been quite a busy week, again, in the piping scene. And, you know, at this point I would kind of like to be taking it easy, thinking to myself, there's nothing happening, it'll be a short pod this week. There'll be nothing really to talk about, but, oh no! There is loads to talk about. So we've got a lot of news, a lot of announcements and stuff, and uh, a lot to get through. So... Yes, you may have already seen by the topic of this week's podcast by the title. So we'll get to that, of course, in this week's topic of the week. But first of all, we have to get through all the news and views and updates and stuff from this past week. So yes, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are very welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music or our bread and butter which is competitive piping and drumming each and every week we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the great highland bagpipe and its people yes so don't forget like every other podcast out there we do have a patreon yes i know i know it's kind of a shameless plug but honestly we're very proud of our um, patreon community over there And there's a load of extra stuff over there. There's episodes of Rab Show Plus, exclusive interviews and performances and things that would never see the light of day anywhere else other than on Patreon. So if you do want to get your hands on loads of exclusive stuff and help support the show, then consider heading over there to Patreon and clicking on support. If anything, there's a link in the show notes so you can go and check those out. So uh, yeah, be part of the Patreon faithful and get your hands on loads and loads of extra stuff. There you go. Now, with each and every podcast, we like to kick things off with listener mail. Now, I have to say, this past week, our listener mail, we have received nothing. Absolutely bobkiss. It's been so quiet on the listener mail front. And uh, if anything, we take that as a positive because it means that we're doing something right. If our email box is quiet, it means that, yeah, there's no complaints coming in, which means we're either doing something incredibly right Or that the piping world. All is well. Although. Hmm. I did mention on last week's show. That we didn't have any weekly drones. And we haven't had any weekly drones. For a couple of weeks. And uh. Ooh, did you guys not disappoint? We have a load of weekly drones in this past week. I don't know what's exactly happened, uh, but someone's lit a fire under you. We've got a load of weekly drones in this past while, so thank you, everyone. Keep them coming. Uh, we will have a weekly drone for you later in the show. Um, <clears throat> yeah, looking forward to this one. Actually, it'll spark a bit of debate on this one. But yeah, so yes, we've had absolutely no listener mail this week, and do you know what? We haven't had in a long time a voicemail. I have not a voicemail in ages. So, yeah, send us in your voicemails and your emails, all that kind of stuff. We'd love hearing from you. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Of course, that email again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. I'm sure you guys have it memorised by now. Indeed. Now, let's get into the rest of the show. But first of all, normally at this point in the show, we kind of would do like a little bit of a promo for the Pipers Dojo. And... Unfortunately that has now ended. Yes, like we were saying in previous podcasts, it was a limited time deal. Remember the whole finding, you know, bagpipe freedom blueprint project and all of that where you get tailor made tuition and stuff to help you with your piping. Yeah, that's all done now. It's gone. It's history. So if you didn't sign up at the time, then you're out of luck, I'm afraid. So we do have a new promotion, however. Yeah. Yes, we've got an all-new promotion for you guys, uh, especially for you folks out there who hasn't actually bought a copy of the book yet. Yeah, have you guys managed to buy Finding Bagpipe Freedom by Andrew Douglas and Camille Leight? If you haven't... Then we've got a promotion code for you. Yeah, if you go to the Dojo website and that and try to buy yourself a copy of the book, then we have a promotion code where you can get $6 off. Six bucks off, baby. Yeah, just by listening to the podcast, you get money off. And our promotion code is very simple Big Rab. <laughs> Yeah, just type in our promotion code, Big Rab, and you'll get $6 off at the checkout whenever you go to order your book from, yeah, Find a Bagpipe Freedom. So, hi, what's not to love? So, that's money off just by listening to the pod. So, shout out to the guys at the dojo. Yes, we know that our Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint tuition. All that stuff's all gone. That's now history. That we can no longer avail of that. But hey, we've now got money off the book. So if you do want to purchase that book and you want to get some six bucks off the purchase price, then there you are. You can use our promo code Big Rab. <laughs> I think that's an easy one to remember, right there. Oh, I'll type in Big Rab and see what happens. Then Bing, six dollars off, baby. That's what happens. All righty, well promotions and that aside so I hope that answers everyone's questions uh, about dojo promotions and what not but yeah let's get on with the show so, shall we indeed where is my show notes Here they are alrighty uh, yeah word of the week yeah that's that time of the week I suppose let's get on with word of the week shall we Word of the Week here on the Big Robship Podcast. Involved. Yes, this week's Word of the Week is involved. Now, the reason it is involved is because... We're finding a lot of folks at the moment are, yeah, doing AGMs and all that kind of stuff. A lot of bands are meeting together again following a long period of time where they weren't able to meet. And we are encouraging you to be involved, even at your local branch meetings and stuff like that at associations levels. Yeah, Yeah, but urge you to be involved. I know I've said this before. Whenever it comes to AGMs and meetings and stuff like that, it can be very dry and dull for some people. But honestly, that's where the magic happens. This is where decisions get made on, you know, all the big questions with regards to our piping scene. And if you do want to affect change, that's kind of where you need to do it. You need to go to your meetings and be involved Ask questions, challenge certain things if you're not happy with them, and suggest possible solutions. So, yeah, that's this week's word of the week right there involved. So, if you can, be involved with your band and also with your association. And, uh, yeah, as we try to get our piping scene off its backside and back on the grass again, I suppose. Yeah, there you go. Kind of a cryptic Word of the Week, but it's, that is what it is. Be involved if you can. Alrighty, well, <clears throat> after Word of the Week, you guys know exactly what's coming next. And it's been long awaited, actually. It's been a while since we've had one of these. And, uh, yeah, Aaron, what's this week's Weekly Drone?
1: The Weekly Drone Where have all the players gone? On your last few podcasts you've been talking about bands recruiting and I've been surprised by some of the names you've been dropping Veil of Athol, Tully Marla Koo amongst others Where did all their musicians go? I believe this pandemic has had an effect on all bands not only from a financial point of view but also from a player retention point of view Why are these successful bands looking for folks to fill the ranks? I reckon that Covid has shown our talented pipers and drummers that there is a load of other hobbies out there that don't involve standing in the lashing rain and getting yelled at by your pipe major. Will we now see a shift in bands' approach to their own players? Or will we see our associations doing more to retain the talented people who just aren't bothered to play anymore? These people don't disappear. They are disenfranchised and brassed off with a scene that doesn't encourage them. Should we do more? How do we retain what we have? I leave that for you guys to discuss. I'd love to know your thoughts on player retention and what more could be done. Good luck to those bands who are recruiting. I'm sure you'll have no bother getting folks to hit the grass.
0: The Weekly Drone Ah yes, quite an interesting Weekly Drone there, I feel, talking about player retention. Now, we do know the global pandemic has had an effect on All bands, not just, you know, grade four B, four A, three B, three A, grade two, but grade one as well. All of the bands have been affected by the pandemic and player retention is a huge deal. And what we've seen in recent podcasts, like we've been mentioning, is that there's a serious amount of bands out there in recruitment mode, actively seeking players. And you ask a very valid question where did their existing players go? And uh, pff, the answer to your question is we don't know. <laughs> I am aware of a lot of uh, musicians out there who used to be involved in the piping scene and now are no longer involved. Now, through no fault of their own, but really the pandemic played a huge role in it where they actually just picked up another hobby. I know a lot of folks now are actually uh, mixed martial artists. They're you know going into the octagon and knocking the head off, fellas, instead of piping anymore. Um, I do know some others who actually started up their own business throughout the pandemic and that's taking all their time now. So, you know, thumping out a hornpipe and jig just doesn't come into their radar at all anymore. So I guess the pandemic has had, you know, a detrimental effect on our piping scene from a financial point of view, social point of view but also from a membership point of view as well. Now, ourselves in The Big Rab Show, we'll be talking more about this, of course, as the winter progresses, and as we aim towards May of next year, and we hope to be back on the grass again. We dare say our piping scene will be quite a different one, and we'll be reporting on it every step of the way. And, uh, yeah, giving you your own thoughts and feelings and seeing exactly where we think things are going to go. But I guess to answer your question... ...is our thoughts on player retention is it's an incredibly difficult egg to crack, I guess. How do you keep people involved in a band that can't function? It's uh, nigh on impossible, I would say. And if the player does not wish to play again... ...then there's not going to be much uh, that you can do to persuade that person, I suppose. Because events still aren't happening. And I suppose... These people will not feel the sting in their decision until the competition season happens, and you know they start seeing the videos, the performances, and the people walking away with the silverware and it 's possibly around that time that they 'll start to get the itch again and go, Do "You know, I used to really enjoy that you know and if anything, if you 're listening to the pod right now and you haven 't lifted the pipes in months and you 've even told your pipe manager or your lead tipper saying, "Hi, hey, no, and you know i 'm not coming back to practice i 've had enough." Uh, well, yeah, but it's all we can do to just to get people to play again. So please just don't step away from the instrument. You know, completely understand if you step away from your band and the commitment and everything that that involves. But don't step away from your instrument. Don't completely abandon the music. You did lift that instrument in the first place for a reason. And that reason was is because you enjoyed it. So we hope that you manage to find your joy with the music (laughs) and then in turn be able to find the joy in playing with others and hopefully getting back on the grass with your band again. Or maybe another band. Who knows? So yes, as bands are out there recruiting at the moment, they're also actively trying to retain the players they had. It's kind of a double-edged sword, I suppose, and both need to be equally as sharp. It's quite a difficult one. And, uh, yeah, one that we will be talking about, I'm sure, on future podcasts. So thank you, Weekly Droner. No doubt we will be tackling this topic more in detail as future pods develop. And uh, we would love to know your opinions on it, actually. It was quite a good idea. Why not email us in your thoughts on player retention? Do you think our pipe bands or even our association could do more? to retain membership and keep people involved, I suppose. Yeah, email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We'd love to know your opinions on this. And no doubt we have our own, and we'll be bringing this in future topics. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be a difficult egg to crack to keep people involved. Mm. All righty, so that's it for Weekly Drone. You guessed it, it's time to get into the news, finally. With all of that stuff out of the road... Yeah, let's get into the news. Like I said, it's been quite a busy week in the piping scene and no doubt, again, there will be stuff I miss. So, hi, hey, I'm willing to miss stuff and I'll catch the flack for it afterwards. So, forgive me if I do miss your own particular band's announcement or achievement or anything like that. Hi, hey, draw our attention to it if you can. Yep. <laughs> BigRabShow at gmail.com. Draw our attention to anything that we've possibly missed and give off and say, "Hi, hey, Rab, you're a numpty. You missed it. So, yeah, (laughs) we'll do what we can. Alrighty, we're going to kick off with a bit of an announcement from WUSPABA. Now, actually, a few stories from WUSPABA. Actually, they've been quite active this last while. WUSPABA are the Western United States Pipe Band Association, of course, and, yeah, affectionately known as Baba. They put out an announcement recently about a bit of an online event that they're going to be running called Sticks and Chanters. Get your idiom on. Hmm. Yeah, Uh, so they're calling it Sticks and Chanters, but that's the tagline. Get your idiom on. So there you go. And they're also saying no masks required because this is an online piping and drumming school. So there you are. (laughs) No masks required. Now, this is going to be happening from November 6th to November 7th. It runs over two days. And for more information, you can go to the Wussbubba website. So, waspaba.org forward slash sticks and Now, you will be able to avail of tuition from some of the best and biggest in the piping scene, including Bob Worrell, Brian Donaldson, Donald Lindsay, Shauna Hilder and Stuart Little. Oh, my God. But not only that, but for drummers, we have Blair Brown, Andrew Elliott and Steve Foley. Not bad. And one that really kind of interests me here is that there's a session on practice techniques hosted by Dr. Stephanie Burns. Ooh. Yeah, now that really did pique my interest there. So there you go. If you are interested at all, like I said, go to the Wispable website. There's a link up there and everything that tells you how you can get registered for it, how you can get involved. And, uh, yeah, I think there is like a two-step process. There's a registration form you need to complete, and then after that you pay your bill. And all of that sort of stuff. And then you're all set for Sticks and Chanters. So November 6th and 7th. And that's where it's happening on the Wispaboo website. Full information of course. So there you are. Yeah it's quite interesting actually. That one about practice techniques. Hmm, from Dr Stephanie Burns. That'll definitely be worth listening to. Yeah especially if anyone who's purchased her book. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It, it's a treasure trove of information. So yeah worth looking at. Okay. Moving on to our next news story. Of course, we are now in the month of October. Yep, it's finally here. The same month that the glymphitic happens. Yep, I don't know. Am I the only person who thinks like that? Whenever October rolls around, I'm thinking glymphitic <laughs> Maybe I'm a bit weird. But yeah, the 30th of October, we'll see the doors of the glymphitic open again. And for those of us, of course, who can't make it. ...to be there in person, then we can actually watch the live stream. So, you've been told the live stream is available, or will be available, sorry, live on the 30th of October... ...from the Pipe and Centre website. So, thepipencentre.co.uk forward slash glenfiddich. Tickets are available now. And as far as I'm aware, the live stream footage for that will actually be available up to seven days after broadcast. So, if you don't happen to actually catch it live on the day, you can go back and watch it any Now, that's an absolute gift for a lot of our international listeners, of course, who may not be able to tune in at 3 in the morning to watch, like, 5 hours worth of Peabrook. So, (laughs) yeah, I don't know how you do it, guys. But, um, yeah, if you are so interested, of course, then, yeah, having that facility where the footage will be available for up to 7 days, that is an absolute gift. So, I know what I'll be doing. I'll be watching the Glenfiddich live as it happens on the 30th, of course, and then they will announce the winners and everything. And you're like, yes, brilliant, we've crowned our champion. Then, the very next day, I'll be tuning in to watch it all back again. And I'll be wondering, how did they place first? How did they place second and third? Do you know, what are the judges hearing that I'm not? Ugh, I don't know. So, But yeah, I'll be doing a little bit of armchair judging to see what I can. If I can pick my own winner of the Glenfiddich. So there you are. That'll be an interesting experiment. So 30th of October, it's all happening. But yes, I will urge you now, go and grab tickets for the live stream. And uh, yeah, you will not be disappointed. Because going by last year's footage and everything that they provided, seriously, it was so good. So, so good. Anyway, right, moving on. Away from Glenfiddich and the likes. Again, I have to mention, woospa yeah, especially their northern branch of Waspaba. Yeah, believe it or not, they have a YouTube channel, which I wasn't aware of. Now, it's not big. It's not a huge YouTube channel by any means. It's has 18 subscribers. And, yeah, but I was not aware of it. So, I think I'm not alone. I think a lot of you folks out there might not be aware of it either. So, yeah, the Waspaba northern branch actually published a bit of an hour-long video that it's worth its weight in gold. And... I think a lot of folks actually managed to miss this because the YouTube channel's not that well known. They managed to talk to none other than Jack Lee. Jack Lee! Yep, Jack Lee. Now, what he goes on to talk about in this video is honestly worth its weight in gold. I've never sat glued to a video for so long. I could listen to Jack talk all week. He gives all sorts of hints and tips and his thoughts and everything on solo competition preparation. And presentation. And that's absolutely fascinating. Because obviously he's a judge. So he's able to talk from a judge's perspective. And some of the advice that's in this video. My word. It's bound to be invaluable for a solo piper. So I would urge you. If you haven't checked this out yet. Go along to the Waspaba Northern Branch YouTube channel. And check out this video. Now like I say. It's just short of an hour. It's about 53 minutes long. But honestly worth its weight in gold. Such a great conversation with Jack Lee and uh Yeah. Even me as a s you know, a drummer, you know, who have delved into the solo scene maybe once and twice in my career, you know, I kinda understand what he's talking about when it comes comes to, you know, the practice and presentation of it all and all the rest. So very fascinating. I know I could wibble on about this for ages. Uh, but, yeah, quite a fascinating conversation there with Jack Lee. So go and check that out. Shout out to Waspaba for making that happen. Thank you, Wussbubba. So there you go. Got two shouts on the show. <laughs> awesome stuff. All righty, let's move on. Next news story goes to the Vale of Athelpipe Band. Now, I might have mentioned this on Fuse this week, actually. So I'm going to be mentioning it here again. So for those of you who listened to me on Fuse this week, apologies. I know I talked all about this last night. But I'm going to mention it again here in the pod. The Vale of Athol pipe band are doing a bit of a special project at the moment, and they're asking the general public for their help. Yeah, now, what do you hear this? They're looking for anyone out there at all who has any old photographs or any old video footage from previous Vale of Athol concerts. Yeah, now I can hear the cogs going around in people's brains. What concerts are you talking about? Well, I specifically remember where they came over to Ballymena. I think it was a bunch of times they came over to County Hall and Ballymena. The Vale of Athol concerts, they were like in the 90s, early 90s, I think. What about the Motherwell concert as well that they had as well? Um, they also had a few in Glasgow, even as far afield as Frankfurt and different places around the world. The Vale of Athol were quite a prolific concert band. And I do remember actually being in that crowd for both Balamina concerts, I think, whenever they were here in the early 90s. Uh, So, yeah, they're looking for anyone out there who has any old photos, any old videos. I have no idea what the project is. I have not the first clue, but it's really fascinating. I'm interested to know more. So, if you are interested and if you do happen to have any old photos or videos lying around from some previous old Veil vale of Athol concerts, then they do want to hear from you. So you can contact the band, of course, through their social media, uh, the Veil vale of Athol Pipe Band, or you can contact them on their website as well, which is theveil.org. Now, that's quite an interesting project, I suppose, and hmm, I'll be keeping an eye on that one, because, yeah, I'm quite a fan of the Veil vale of Athol. yeah, i managed to see the band in concert quite a number of times, and yeah, I'm really quite fascinated to see what's going to come from this. So there you are. If you do have any old photos in that laying around, then go and help out the veil. Yeah, there you are. Alrighty, moving on. I have to give a mention this week to Ian Burroughs. Yes, or as he's affectionately known as here in Northern Ireland, Shaggy. Yeah. (laughs) Project manager Ian Burrows has now officially retired from the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch. He's been project manager with the Northern Ireland Association for the past nine years. So for all of us here in the Northern Ireland scene, we would all know Ian quite well. He is heavily involved in all of the organisation of competitions and along with some of their education programmes and stuff. Ian has been, yeah, quite a figurehead, I suppose, in the piping scene and uh yeah it's yeah it's bitter bitter news to see him go i suppose so yeah he's now officially retired and they had a bit of a presentation for him there and uh yeah so the association put a bit of a post up on social media bidding him a fond farewell and wishing him well in his retirement now ian Burroughs himself did comment on social media to say that he may well be tired be retired from the project manager role within RSPBA and i But he will continue playing. I think he is going to be part of the Celtic uh, pipes and drums that are involved in various tattoos and performances around the world. So he will be doing a lot of travelling and playing, I suppose. So great to see that Ian will not be hanging up the bagpipes anytime soon. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, he'd be stepping away as project manager with uh, the RSPBA NI. Now, that does mean that we do have a brand new uh, project manager with RSPBA NI, and it is our hope that we'll actually manage to get her onto the show. Now, for those of you who follow me on the BBC Radio Ulster show that I present, Kintra, uh, we actually had an interview with her already over there on Kintra. I managed to speak to her there at the Banger event there uh, about a month ago, a couple of months ago now so yeah we got speaking to her there on BBC Radio Ulster and uh, those of you savvy enough know who exactly who I'm talking to and all the rest that was quite an interesting interview uh, but no doubt ourselves here on the Big Rab Show pod we will do what we can uh, to line up a bit of a chat with the brand new project manager there at RSPBA NI yeah so There you are. We wish Ian all the very best from all of us here in the Big Rab Show team. Yeah, we've been working quite closely with Ian over the number of years as we try to cover events here in NI. So, yeah, we wish you well, Ian, in your retirement, mate. I hope you have the best possible time. Enjoy. Alrighty, I have to give a bit of a mention, as I did on a previous podcast, about the Northern Ireland Piping and Drumming School. Yes, I did tell you that they were enrolling at the moment, all the way through from the 1st to the 6th of October. So it actually closes tonight when I'm recording this. And, uh, yeah, the first term will start very soon. Uh, I think it actually, well, it started tonight, actually, as I'm recording this. And tonight is the closing date for uh, enrollments as well. So it starts tonight in, uh, where is it? Dungannon, yeah professional radio guy so yeah it starts tonight in dungannon and for those of you who haven't yet registered or enrolled in the school i do think that you can still contact them though and they may well be accepting late entries depending on demand now this is for uh you know for beginner and experienced pipe and drumming and drum majoring and music theory so well worth checking out so there you are if you do want to get involved with the northern Ireland piping and drumming school take opportunity of it now there you are Alrighty, let's move on. I have to give a bit of a shout this week to Stuart Little, the legend himself. Pipe Major Stuart Little had quite a successful weekend. Yes, he managed to win the overall title at the Premier Grade at the Captain John A. McLennan Memorial Solo Piping Competition this past weekend. So this event returned back to in-person again, and it was absolutely brilliant to see. Now, the whole event was held live online, so you were able to tune in and actually watch it. So that in itself was absolutely fantastic. So if you are so interested, you can go back and watch it all. It is all there. Um, but yeah, shout out to Stuart. who managed to win the overall title. Now, looking at the premier grade, lifting up the first place in Peabrook was Finlay Johnson. So well done to Finlay. And Stuart actually finished up fourth in the Peabrook behind Callum Beaumont and Angus McCall. There you are. Now, for the MSR, however, Stuart lifted the top prize there. Uh, followed by Cameron Drummond, Sarah Muir, Craig Sutherland, Ben Duncan. There you are. So, of course, mathematically, you guys can work it all out. That's how Stuart managed to lift the overall title. So, congratulations to Stuart Little. And, uh, hey, what a fantastic event there. The Captain John A. McLennan event. You can go and watch the live stream. We do have all the links and everything shared on our social media, of course. If you do want to go and catch all the action. And I would urge you to go and have a listen if you can. All right. But, um, yeah just go and have a listen trust me you'll not be disappointed even if you only listen to the premier grade or even the B grade as well or A grade for that matter the the event itself a roaring success I have to say well done to everyone involved yeah it kind of lets you know it's a bit of a line in the sand I suppose uh, for the UK competitors because a lot of the names mentioned here uh, could also be completing at the Glymphitic at the end of the month so there you are congratulations to Stuart well done well done Alrighty, moving on, we have quite, uh, quite an exciting announcement, actually, from BBC Radio Scotland. Yes, you guys in the know will know exactly what I'm talking about. BBC Radio Scotland! Yeah, I'm talking about the Young Scots Traditional Musician of the Year Award. They have finally announced their finalists. Now, they did have it narrowed down to 12 semi-finalists, and we held off in reporting on this uh, because we know that the semi-finals and everything can sometimes be a bit of a drawn-out affair. And, uh, yeah, at least that was the case last year with COVID and everything. But this year, they were bang on time, so we have our finalists. And for us bagpipers, of course, we have a piper in there. So, yeah, shout-out to Malin Lewis. Who managed to get into the final? That not that all sorts of awesome? So, six people in total with one bagpiper in the mix. If you are interested, go to handsupfortrad.scot and you can get a list of the full, uh, yeah, all your musicians there involved. You have a couple of fiddle players in there and, uh, you know, a singer and a piano player, all of that. But we, our piper that we're interested in is Malin Lewis. <laughs> awesome stuff. So, yes, this will all happen on the 6th of February. ...for the final and where we will hopefully be crowning our champion, whoever they are. So for those of you who are interested in the Young Trad Musician of the Year Award, that's our finalists have now been awarded. We have one piper in the mix and uh, yeah, we're very excited to see how that all pans out. So congratulations to all of our finalists and to all of our semi-finalists as well. And for those of you who didn't make it through... Hi, there's always next year. You know, competition, as always, is fierce in this, comp- in this competition. So, yeah, we wish you as well, guys. So, there you are. If you are interested, like I said, that website, again, is handsupfortrad.scot. And you can check out the full listings there for your finalists. Yeah. Okay. I have to give <clears throat> a bit of a shameless plug and a mention this week. Massive round of applause. All right? Big round of applause. <laughs> Woo! Goes to Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton. Oh my God. Did you guys catch the little little clips of footage that there's been all over the place online from their gig in the toll, birth, toll booth in Stirling? Oh, it's so good to see these guys back on stage again, man. And wow, did they not disappoint? It's like these guys have just never missed a day playing together. Like, seriously. You know, you might not think that these two had been through a pandemic with not playing music. And now, bang, they're on stage as if they haven't missed a day. <laughs> so, shout out to the bag the Bagpipe Refurb Company, who published a video of those guys playing Grands, which is one of our favourites here. Uh, but, it, yeah, there's been all sorts of... I think Dave Hunter as well, he shared out something... I can't remember the name of the track now... Um, Uh, pressed for time I think it was Uh, but yeah there's been a load of little clips and stuff that we've noticed from that concert and man, man oh man is it good, so yeah you guys deserve a huge round of applause, I know it's just me that's kind of pathetic, but seriously such a good concert it was off the chain and uh, yeah full congratulations to those guys, well done Okay. it's been almost, <clears throat> what's this, over half an hour, I suppose, at this point, And I haven't mentioned the Big Rab Show Awards yet. <laughs> I know, I know. And you guys knew it was coming. You know, you knew rightly it was coming. Yeah. Big Rab Show Awards 2021. The voting closes tomorrow. Yep. 7th of October, 5pm UK time. That's when the voting closes. So if you haven't placed your vote yet, then you only have really one day left to do it, depending on when you're listening to this. Of course, it may have already closed. But yes, Big Rab Show Awards 2021. The public vote will end on the 7th of October. Now, next week's podcast will be dedicated to the Big Rab Show Awards. Of course, we will be crowning our champions as chosen by you guys, the listeners of the Big Rab Show. So, yeah, our show on Fuse FM on the 12th of October will be our live announcement of all of our winners. Plus, we will also be bringing you a podcast episode the following night, talking all about the Big Rab Show Awards and, again, announcing our winners. So, if you haven't, I know I've been mentioning it each and every podcast, but there are still some people out there who haven't voted yet. So, please do get your votes in. Your particular favourite band, person, product, or whatever, they're depending on your support because without that vote, then they can't win. That's how these work. Ourselves in The Big Rab Show do not select the, the winners. You guys do. So go along now to thebigrabshow.com. There's a big badge right on the front of the page that tells you that's where you need to go and place your vote. So bigrabshow.com, that's where you go and do it. <laughs> thebigrabshow.com. Get your votes in, uh, because next week we'll be crowning our champions. Dead excited for that. Alrighty. Now, I have to give a mention to Fife Police Go on, the Fife Police, you! Oh, man, did I not have a big, silly smile on my face when I seen this? Yeah, shout out to Fife Police, who published photographs of the band back practicing again. Now, they were all sitting in a huge circle, all on chanters and pads. And man, did it warm the heart to see. Yeah, now I'm sure, like most of you, you were going through the photographs with a magnifying glass to see if you've seen any familiar faces or, for that matter, any new faces. Mm. Now, the band themselves said in the, the, what do you call it, the little tagline they put underneath, they say, The band were absolutely delighted this morning to get together in person for the first time in over a year and a half, and we even managed to get a few tunes. <laughs> it was great to see everyone back with a smile on their face and to continue the preparation for the new season. So, yeah, seriously guys, to see all that amount of pipers and drummers all in one band hall at one time... Oh, man, it was so good to see. So, yes, we are waiting on possibly little video clips or little tiny trinkets of audio if we can, Five Polis. So, come on. You know, we've already had little teasers from St. Lawrence. We've had a little clip from Simon Fraser. So, um, yeah, a little bit of audio. That would be lovely. So, yeah, shout out to Five Polis. It's just so good to see us all back again, guys. And uh yeah, really warmed the heart. So good luck with your ongoing preparations, folks. And um like this work this week's word of the week, I suppose. Involved. That's what it's all about. Being involved. Alrighty, let's move on to our next news story, I suppose, and I have to give a mention to the Chattanooga pipe band. Go on, Chattanooga! Woo! Now the reason I'm giving them a shout this week is because they managed to pick up the first place victory at the grade four. Competition there at the Scotland County Highland Games this past weekend in North Carolina. Now, I have to say, yeah, I've been catching up on everything that's been happening there at the Scotland County Highland Games and looking at some of the video performances that have been uploaded from Waken District. I think Rosie O'Grady as well uploaded theirs. And again, of course, Chattanooga as well. Just a serious well done to absolutely everyone involved. It seemed to be quite a huge event, by all accounts, with a lot of bands involved. I did mention it last week, actually. So, yeah, we did get one Big Rab Show selfie, actually. Yeah, so... (laughs) Let me just dig this out in our mail here. We did get one Big Rab Show selfie. Let me see. Where did that go? Uh, Yeah, that came in from Ben. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to Ben. He says, um, hi, Big Rab." I ran into Joe Brady at the Scotland County Highland Games in Larenburg, North Carolina this weekend. And we just wanted to say hello and wish you well. Photograph attached. Thank you, Ben. That was awesome. <laughs> thanks to all that came in. Uh, thanks to all that came to the largest in-person Highland Games in North America since the pandemic began. It was a gorgeous day today and yeah, everyone enjoyed it a lot. So there you are. A lot more, he said, than the Stone Mountain Games that I attended in 2019. Well, yes, the conditions certainly look to be a lot better. <laughs> so, yeah, full congratulations, by the way, to Waken District. who picked up the Grade 3 title, for those who are interested, and the Chattanooga, like I mentioned there, in Grade 4. And uh, so, yeah, and to the Lando Pipe Band as well. So, that, yeah, they had a great, great showing as well, and I might see some of their performances online too. So, yeah, I wasn't aware, actually, that this was the largest in-person games in north america since the pandemic started so hi there you go i did tell you there's quite a lot of bands at that so there you are fantastic stuff if you were at the event then i hope you had the best time possible it did look to be the best crack so well done to everyone involved there you are all righty moving on i have to give another shout this week to the bcpa Yeah, shout out to the BC Pipers. Uh, So, yeah, the reason I'm giving them a shout this week is because they put out a bit of an announcement. They are going to be holding an online competition. This is going to be an ongoing worldwide gathering, I suppose. So they're calling it a mini gathering through the BCPA. uh, You can go to their website for full, full registration details and everything. Uh, along with your tune requirements and everything. Uh, so all of your gratings, your pipe tunes, all the stuff about snare drumming, your tenor drumming, everything's up there now uh, for their mini gathering. So for more information, go to the BC Pipers. I'm just giving you a little plug now. So, but yeah, you can do your own homework and go and check that out. BC Pipers have now published information about their November mini gathering. They are. So go and check that out at your leisure Okay, I'm going to mention the National Piping Centre. Now, you guys know we've been covering a story on from the National Piping Centre as they've been raising funds to produce a Piping Times Annual. Now, they've been saying that the first edition of the Piping Times Annual is coming together quite nicely. And um, they wanted to give everyone a little bit of a sneak peek of the cover. But it's blank. <laughs> There's nothing on it. It's absolutely blank. Uh, So, they're asking people out there in the piping scene for help with their cover page. They're asking anyone for their thoughts and opinions on what would be a perfect image that sums up the last 18 months. Now, some people did suggest a stack of toilet roll. (laughs) (laughs) Or some people did uh, suggest other things. You know, like the, the guys at Trist walking down the main street in Glasgow launching Piping Live. That was honestly... Not a dry eye in the house, but also you know images of the silver chanter competition, you know the the pipe band kind of event that they held as well at piping life. Yeah, there was a lot of different suggestions coming in from all over all over the world really for this one. So yeah, if you do want to possibly suggest a cover image for the piping times annual, then get in contact with the national piping centre. They have it up on their social media now, and they're asking you now to send in any suggestions. Uh, for what the image should be on the front cover to sum up the last 18 months and uh, i don't think a stack of toilet roll will do it but yeah it's quite a clever one actually to be fair <laughs> Alrighty. righty well speaking of the national piping center yes in conjunction with the celtic connections festival a massive announcement dropped this past week for fans of celtic and folk music yes we are seeing the return of celtic connections for 2022 and it will be a full-blown in-person festival oh my word i'm so excited for this because as you guys know over previous years we've had various little online things and performances and such for celtic connections and it's been okay i guess It just hasn't been the same. To have that full festival experience, you need to actually be there and see these acts in person. See them live. So, for that matter, the guys at Celtic Connections have announced that the festival will be back in person. And they are exploring different kind of um, online elements of it, I suppose. Whether they're going to be live streaming concerts and such, we don't know. Um, But... I have to say, seeing how last year's festival had around 30,000 people tuning into it online, including 60 different countries around the world, tuning in to watch Celtic Connections, I think they'd be missing a trick. So, yeah, they will have a bit of an online element, but just to how much of that online element will be, we just don't know. So we're waiting on an announcement on that. But we have the full lineup and everything Now, this includes everything from Americana, which, you know, bluegrass and country from jazz to soul to world music. to absolutely everything. And (laughs) yeah, you guys know how much of a a melting pot the Celtic Connections Festival is. So for piping enthusiasts, of course, yeah, we have uh, Bellach, I think is how you pronounce that band. They're quite an incredible outfit from Cape Breton. I'm a huge fan, so I can't wait to actually see them at Celtic Connections. And we also have the Owlblind Dugs, of course. We Ali Hutton. Uh, we have Talisk. Oh, man. Talis can put on a show, man. And then we also have Rora as well. Yeah, Rora are going to be appearing. We have the mighty Michael McGoldrick, who we know has been working with Rora this last while. So hmm, we'll keep a little eye on that one. So yeah, shout out to Michael McGoldrick. We also have Ross Ainsley, of course, who will be presenting his own show, and we also have Manran as well. So a lot there for bagpipers to get their teeth into. There's a lot to digest there, and that's just kind of my my first impressions, I suppose, and the names that I managed to scribble down here. But go and have a look at the full lineup yourselves. CelticConnections.com is where everything is. Now I have to say. Normally, at the Celtic Connections Festival, we see a pipe band performance at this. Normally, it's done like a bit of a lunchtime recital kind of thing. It's only really for like an hour, an hour and a half. But it has featured some of the biggest names in the piping scene. In previous years, we've had Inverary, Bog Hall, we've had Glasgow Polis at this as well. So we'll keep a very tight eye on this. Celtic Connections is a huge, huge festival. And we really hope that there, our pipe band scene will be represented at it this year. Because it normally is. So, that being said, we will certainly be keeping tabs on this. We do know also there's the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland have been involved in this as well. So, yeah, quite a huge festival. Big announcement. I'm so happy to see that they've now returned. And, yeah, go and check the full website. The full listings are up there. You know, I'll get accused of reading a hashtag list, you know. And uh, <laughs> I'll get shouted at. But uh yeah, go and check it out. Ticket information, how you can watch everything. It's all up there now. Well worth checking out for sure. No doubt we'll be talking more about Celtic connections as it gets closer. Alrighty, now, at the time at the time of recording this podcast, actually, I have to give a huge shout out this week to Klaus Celt. Go on, Klaus Celt You! Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Klaus Kelt and Acoustic IQ. Yeah. Now, they put out a bit of an announcement, actually, just about 10 minutes before I hit the record button. Uh, So, yeah, I'm kind of reading this on the fly. I haven't actually scripted this. So, yeah, looking at the Kloss Celt website, they put out a bit of an announcement saying that they're teaming up with Acoustic IQ, which is difficult to say on a podcast. Now, according to Acoustic IQ, this is the first pipe band artist that they're putting on their books so, yeah, Klaus Kelt, as you guys know, will now be heading into Grade 1. And their tenor core, and I think their bass core for buy as well, they're all, they're all now going to be playing Acoustic IQ Grand Slam tenor mallets. Now, this is for their practice, competition, concerts, all their public engagements, all that sort of stuff. So, it's quite an interesting arrangement there. So, shout out to Klaus Kelt, who are going to be playing Acoustic IQ Sticks. Nice. Now... As we got, we love a good statement, don't we? So yeah, brand new lead tipper, of course, Barney McGoran. He said, Klaus Kelt is extremely pleased to join the Acoustic IQ and I know we have made an excellent choice of tenor mallets as we await our debut in grade one. There you are. He says, I know that my midsection team are already enjoying the quality of the mallets... ...and it has already made a positive impact to the sound and flourishing accuracy. The band is very much looking forward to working with Acoustic IQ. They are. And in response, we got a statement from Acoustic IQ themselves... ...who said, it's been a patient wait for the right opportunity to bring on board our first brand ambassadors... ...and we're delighted that Klaus Kelt made the intelligent choice in sound... For their excellent tenor section, they are world-class drummers. Deserve to play world-class products for our grand slam tenor drum mallets, which will help them to excel in every aspect of their performance. It's an exciting time for Klaus Celts, and we're looking forward to supporting them in their new chapter in their history. They are so. I know it does sound like a bit of a sales pitch, but honestly, it is quite an exciting development. Whenever a company likes this, does agree to take a band onto the books, so. Yes, we know Klaus Kelt have yet to hit the grass, I suppose, in that Grade 1 circle. But it's great to see that there's moving and shaking happening there uh, with the likes of Acoustic IQ to help them with their tenor drum supplies. So there you are. Quite an interesting announcement there. So, yeah, shout out to Klaus Kelt. Uh, We have yet to see any kind of music, you know, little clips and stuff. We've seen photos of the tenor core and Barney standing there in front of the band hall and stuff, which is nice to see. But, um. Yeah, essentially we'd love to hear a little video or a little clip or something. So shout out to Klaus Kelt if you're listening. We'd like to hear a little clip of music if we can. <laughs> Just because I'm nosy. Just because I'm nosy. I haven't heard Kelt Kelton forever. And I'm dying to hear a note on the air, you know. So there you go. Ah, Right. So that's a bit of an announcement. Before we get into this week's topic, as I'm sure you might have guessed it by the title of this week's episode, we're running into another news story that is informing our topic this week. Hmm. Alrighty, well before we get into it yeah you guessed it it's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea it's time for the topic of the week wallace bagpipes quality pride and passion made in scotland proud bagpipe supplier to the red hot chili pipers Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Having launched the Regimental Series in March 2019 and the Axial Series in August of the same year, the British Drum Company were firing on all cylinders. That was until the world was hit by a global pandemic – and they were forced by the government to stop production, close the doors, and lock up the factory. In May this year, they reopened their doors, and the production lines started to flow again. The company is as busy as ever, and are happily back making shells, filing snare beds by hand, and polishing drums prior to dispatch. If your corps is looking for a new set of drums, then don't hesitate to get in touch with their marching department for more information. Don't forget, tours are available for all leading drummers on their cores. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. McClellan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Hello, this is Fred
1: Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show.
0: Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. Time to clear my throat, because this one, I dare say, will raise a lot of eyebrows. Yes. (laughs) Now, where to start with this? Um, yeah, our own RSPBA here in sunny Glasgow yeah, have put out a bit of an announcement on their social media. Now, whether this was intentional or not, we don't know, but it is now public information and we're all aware of it and uh, we're all quite intrigued. Now, I will read this announcement that they put out on the social media first of all and then I'll give you kind of the chat around it, I suppose. Yes, the RSPBA here, our own headquarters here in the UK, have put it out there to all bands, a bit of a survey. A survey recently went live to all paid-up member bands of the association. The survey is in regards to a possible UK full-band indoor competition to be held in February through March 2022. This possible competition is being looked at by the format group of the RSPBA Music Board and they would like your feedback. If you are a fully paid up member of the association, then please ask your secretary in discussion with your band to fill out the survey and yeah, your opinion will be counted. Thank you for your cooperation. So says the social media post and then started the conversation around it. Now, there's been so many rumours about this, that it's being talked about and thought about. But you know us, on The Big Rap Show, we never report on rumours. But here it is, in black and white, on social media, on their Facebook page, saying that the survey is now live. And that this is what they're considering to do. Now, let's wind this back, shall we? Let's look at this from the very outset, our RSPBA headquarters have not ran a sanctioned competition now for quite a while. Even the World Solo Drumming Championship had to be cancelled there in recent months because of the pandemic. And we have seen very little from our headquarters ...in the way of trying to organise events and trying to push things out. We have seen recent evidence from branch level from RSPBA Northern Ireland... ...where they have ran a few events. You know, they even had a sanctioned event here uh, for the Mid-Ulster Outdoor Solos and stuff. So, at a branch level, we're seeing branches trying to do what they can... ...to revive the piping scene, or at least try to keep it going. But we heard very little, if anything, from headquarters... Now we do know that we have a new chief at the helm and there could be a bit of betting in time I suppose getting used to the role and all of that and you know new person new job it'll take a wee while for the wheels to start turning but we do know that the guys at RSPBA have been continuing to meet quite frequently and they've been talking about all sorts of administrative issues and trying to keep the wheels turning there at RSPBA HQ in Glasgow. And this is the first time we're starting to see possible murmurings now of a a new event. This is something totally new and has never been done, I suppose. (laughs) Especially in February and March. So that in itself is interesting. We'll talk more about that in a second. But um, yeah, the first thing that we really seen from our HQ was the announcement of the dates for the majors in the calendar. Yes, we told you guys about this before. We had the British Championships on the 21st of May. Yep, in the brand new venue there in Inverclyde. Uh, we have the UK's. They're going to be happening in Lurgan on the 11th of June. We have the Euros, which are happening in Inverness on the 25th. The Scottish, of course, then in Dumbarton on the 30th of July. Then, followed by the Big Eon, the Worlds, the 12th and 13th of August. So that's fine. Dates are in the calendar. We kind of expected it, if anything... Going on what happened in 2021, this year we did have dates in the calendar and then one by one each of them fell like dominoes and they all eventually got cancelled. Now we really hope that will not be the case this time round, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. So whenever we first read that news we did read you that news with a bit of a precursor saying don't just jump and make your travel arrangements just yet, do kind of look at it a bit sceptically although i do now know that bands all over the uk are able now to meet together and play together and at branch level being able to do what they can with these small events throughout northern ireland especially but other little areas of course around the uk they're able to hold small gatherings and control it and all the rest and we are starting to see some bands getting back again onto the grass and playing in some capacity And now we have a winter to put a competition band together with a competition set and to actually be competitive. That is the crux of it, to be competitive. Now, I'll come back to that point, all right? (laughs) Now, I did say that this is just a survey. They're looking for people's opinions on this. This will be a UK full band indoor competition. Now, from what I understand, it'll run over a series of four weeks to take account of all the various grades that are required. So rather than holding it all on one day, all on one big weekend, cramming everyone into an indoor space, obviously that will be risky with the pandemic and whatnot. So, yeah, they're going to split it up over a series of weeks, I guess. That's why they said here through February slash March. They're going to run it over a series of weeks through February, March, in the hope that we'll be able to hold all these competitions and all the rest. So, that in itself is interesting. It's a it's a new approach, I suppose. I guess we're not going down that road with our major championships, however, because they just have one date in on the calendar. I guess because they're being held outdoors, they're able to happen, I suppose, a lot easier than they would indoor. Now, whenever you're holding a competition indoors at the moment, that presents its own problem. How do you keep people socially distant? How do you... Keep people safe, I suppose, and that's an interesting egg to crack too. And I suppose we can watch events such as the Glenfiddich or this past weekend with the solo event there that Stuart managed to lift the title at. They are able to hold them, but again, they're solo events, not band events. So to have a band in an indoor venue will present all sorts of problems and I'll be very interested to see how the RSPBA tackle this and how they propose that this will go forward. It's quite an interesting one. Now, also, I did mention earlier that I'll be coming back to this, the date. They hope to hold this in February and March. Those two months are notoriously blank in the piping season for a reason. They're normally very quiet on the competitive front because around February, March time, I know around that time, that's when bands start getting the new reads in. And they start getting them settled around March, April time. And by the time May comes around for the first major, everything's settled, everything's calibrated, and you're good to go. Whether bands at this stage will actually be able to field a competitive band by February remains Quite doubtful in my mind. Now, I did say I would come back to this point about being competitive. We've seen events here in Northern Ireland recently where bands have just been told to play up, turn up and play. Play up. (laughs) Turn up and play is what I meant. (laughs) Where they were not competitive at all. They were just a gathering to enjoy the music. And that's the event, the spirit of which the band's embraced. Uh, yeah, it's not a competition. Nobody there with a clipboard. There's no pressure here. But a competition is something different. Where a band actually wants to achieve something and win a prize and be competitive. Now, this is October. I know that bands out there at the moment, some are even still just picking tunes for their medley selection. You know, and, and some grades, you have two medleys to do. So, do I think bands could be actively competitive by February? That's a tall order, I think. I don't know what you guys think out there, but I think, in my own opinion, I don't know, you can draw your own conclusions, I suppose, but uh, yeah, I think bands would find it incredibly difficult to be competitive by February-March time. So, um, yeah, I guess it depends on how much work goes in over the winter, I suppose, and whether bands are actively pushing to be a part of this UK full band indoor. It's an interesting dilemma, I suppose. You know, do you push your band to get these new reeds in by December? You know, even January to have them you know, blown in and settled and everything for February. And then what happens? You're left sitting from February through to May until the next competition. And what happens during that time? It's a very interesting dilemma. And it's also raised the question with bands here specifically in Ireland and Northern Ireland. uh, There is no indication as to where this will take place. Now, I'm pausing for effect here. Because there has been quite a deliberate kind of missing information here, I suppose, you know, in this. Uh, The post on social media doesn't actually detail where the competition will be held. This will be a UK full band indoor competition. So will that include bands here from Northern Ireland, from the Republic, from England and Wales and Scotland? So will it include everyone in the UK, I suppose? Hmm don't know about that there's been no talk about it there's been nothing confirmed there's been rumors of course you know the rumor machine that it could well be held in the brand new flashy headquarters there in glasgow yes they have a venue there of course that is not being utilized at the moment bands can't use it of course thanks to the pandemic so will we see our own rspba open the doors of headquarters and hold this event in their in their facility we don't know I don't know. It's I guess it's a good guess, I suppose, but again, it's a rumor. We're only reporting rumor at this point, and we shouldn't really, I suppose, but that's the chat anyway. Yeah, you know we love a good gossip. (laughs) We don't actually know if it's being held there. We we just we don't know where it's being held. We don't know whether it's going to be here in NI, whether it's going to be there in Scotland, could be England, could be anywhere but that does form a kind of obstacle. If we're going to hold it here in Northern Ireland, then that restricts bands from Scotland because they'll have to make all sorts of travel arrangements and, you know, accommodation and everything to actually be a part of the event. So depending on your week through February and March, you'll have to get your band travel arrangements done. You're talking flights, hotels, all that sort of stuff to try and get booked at a very last moment. This is only October and the decision hasn't been made whether this thing's happening yet or not. So if bands suddenly get notified around November, December time. Right guys, we have a competition in two months. We're booking flights. Uh, what? <laughs> So, yeah, this a very interesting dilemma. Now, whether it's going to be held in Scotland as well, that does kind of alienate bands here from Northern Ireland. Because, again, you're talking about flights, and possible ferries, and then buses, taxis, cars, automobiles, all that stuff. So, it's a huge kind of logistical nightmare, I suppose, for bands to not only be musically competitive and prepared come February, March time, but also to be logistically ready, to be able to travel that distance uh, with all of the restrictions in that in place, of course. And, uh, yeah, it's a big undertaking. So, the RSPBA putting out the surveys put the cat amongst the pigeons and it's got everyone talking. And that's why it's this this week's topic of the week. And I know we did mention a few rumours. We did say that this is the chat and, you know, it's unconfirmed. So... Uh, Yeah, as we do hear more information on this story, we'll certainly be letting you guys know about it. But as for now, they're just looking for people's opinions. These are the considerations that they're looking at. And it's all being looked at by the format group of the RSPBA Music Board. Now, we are aware that this format group could well have quite an impact on our competitive scene going forward into 2022 we may well see an actual change into how we do this competition thing and how we keep people safe. So, yeah, we've mentioned it before. What will the competition world look like when we hit the circle next year? Will it even be a circle? Yeah, it's been suggested that it could be concert formation and some. And, uh, yeah, some people say it'll uh, it'll just be a march past kind of thing where the band marches in and then marches out and it'll... You know, the circle's a thing of the past. There's been so many rumours around this. It's just scary. And if anything, that's kind of our challenge here to the RSPBA. And yeah, I don't know if they have communication folks in there or what. But, uh, yeah, some of these questions are all getting asked of us on the McRab Show. Asking us what have we heard. And uh we've heard the same things you guys have heard, which is nothing. So... Yeah, if we hear anything more about possible changes in format of competition for next year, we'll definitely let you guys know. Let's just say that this year's AGM will be incredibly interesting. There'll be a lot to consider going forward. How to actually run a competition in 2022. That will be, yeah, interesting, (laughs) I guess. I suppose that's the best way to put it. So, if you are a fully paid up member, you can take part in this survey. Which also raises its head as well. We are not aware, or at least we don't know, if there's any bands out there who didn't pay their fees for the past couple of years. And we did mention this before about the whole issue with fees and the RSPBA. Essentially, you would have now paid for two years' worth of membership fees without any events happening. <clears throat> and that sticks in a lot of people's side. Why pay membership fees when there's nothing happening? And... Uh, yeah, we are aware of various different branches around the world who have refunded their membership fees to their you know, respective bands, which we absolutely salute. We think it's a fantastic thing to do and well done to those involved. But we have not had that same experience from our own RSPBA here in the UK. Yes, if you're not a fully paid up member, you don't get to take part in the survey. You don't have a voice. And... If you now suddenly want to be a fully paid-up member, well, you're talking you have to pay all your back fees, then a possible fine as well. Yeah, that was talked about as well. So you could have two years' worth of membership fees and a big whopping fine, and then you'll get emailed a survey. Yeah, a lot of bands might just say it's not worth it. (laughs) so i guess we just have to wait and see how this all pans out we don't know how many paid up members there is that will be a part of this survey we don't even know if all those bands who are paid are aware of the survey and yeah what their opinions would be on this event it's going to be really interesting to see how this idea pans out and we'll certainly be keeping a track of this story as further big rap shows develop of course now Again, I want to close this week's uh, Big Rab Show Topic of the Week by mentioning it's such a positive thing to see that the RSPBA are doing something. All right, now I've been saying it now for months all the way through this pandemic that we just want them to do something. And here we are, we're now seeing them thinking about new and fresh ideas. Thank goodness, (laughs) that's what I can say. This is a new, fresh approach to something. And we have never heard this being talked about before, about a UK full indoor band competition. And, um, hey, it's a cracking idea, I think. I know, Just perhaps the execution of it through February, March. Maybe not so much, but... um, I don't know. I guess I'll take it as a huge positive that they're even thinking about it in the first place. Normally ideas like this will get shot down as soon as they're mentioned. But now it seems to be ideas are thought out in full and they're actually consulting the membership. Now this would very rarely have happened before. Normally the decision would have been made and you just get told about it. So I have to give full props here to the RSPBA by ticking the initiative here. They're thinking about something cool, possibly. Do you guys like this idea? What do you think? Yeah, if you tell us all what you think of it, then, you know, we'll eventually come to a decision, but we want to know what you guys think. So they're asking the membership. This is such a positive step, honestly. I know that I might be seen as kind of rubbishing it and saying how terrible it is, but I really am not. I'm trying to kind of give this wings i'm asking you guys to go and contact your band secretary and look at the survey and look at the questions involved and whether your band would actually want to take part in such an event if you could so it's quite an interesting development an interesting story all round. and i do want to leave you with the overwhelming feeling that this is a positive thing rspba the wheels are turning and we're starting to see new ideas coming forward if this one gets shot down then fair enough. At least they tried, is the thing. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. New ideas are no longer being shot down as soon as they're mentioned. At least now we see evidence of it actually being considered. So who knows what other sort of ideas we'll see coming from the format group from the music board. And I'll certainly be following this with interest. Like I said, future Big Rab Show pods, as we hear more about this, we will let you guys know. And of course, as always, we would love to know your opinions on this. So email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. What do you think about this potential event coming up in February, March next year? That's going to be an interesting to watch. Now, I didn't even delve into the, the realm of if the, event, if the event does happen, will there be a live stream of it? Oh! I just dropped a bomb there. Uh, right. <laughs> Will there be a live stream of it? Uh, Yeah, well, hey, if they need the Big Rab Show there to point a camera at it, we'll be more than willing to do so. There you go. But, uh, yeah, we'll just leave that little chestnut there. We have no idea about the live streaming or not. We don't even know if it's going to happen. It's just an idea at this point. Anyway, moving on. Thank you, everyone, for downloading this week. (laughs) And each and every week, yeah, each and every week we introduce more people to what we know and love, to be the music of the Great Highland Bagpipe and its people. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, don't forget, get your votes in for the Big Rab Show Awards. Voting closes on the 7th, which is tomorrow at 5 p.m. UK time. And yes, on next week's podcast, it'll be our very special episode, our Big Rab Show Awards 2021. Yeah, we're going to be crowning our champions. So, who do you think's won best beard, best social media, best online band performance, best new book or music product? And there's so much stuff. So, go along to TheBigRabShow.com dot now and place your votes when you can uh, before they close. Yes, there you are. You've been warned. Alrighty, so don't forget to check us out on Patreon. There's tons of extra stuff back there if you are interested, of course. Uh, future topic of the weeks and everything. Always hit our Patreon. Uh, And all that for, you know, our Patreon faithful are just awesome. So there you are. Alrighty, guys, we're going to go out the door here at this point. Uh, Yeah, I'm waffling. Thank you all for tuning in. And we'll see you all here on the Big Rab Show podcast next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.